0: It is June 29th, 2018. My name's Anthony, and I'm here with Michael, and this is Time Lapse, the podcast where cars and watches are the focus, but tangents are often the reality. Let's get into it. Hello, and we're back. Welcome one and all. This is two weeks in a row, Anthony. Two weeks in a row that we've had on time podcasts, isn't that right? Look at that. I should say that uh, one of our one of our like most consistent viewers did try to pull me away from today's podcast, and How I'm of course he? talking about uh, Victor, uh, you know, one of my coworkers, Uncle Vic, yep. as I call him, okay, lovingly with I call him that affectionately, Uncle Vic. Um, but he um, he want to go go kart uh, racing tonight, and uh, he, I'm sure he's gonna love that I'm giving him this shout out here. Um, How would he, he brings around
1: the uh, Camaro when we go real racing? <laughs>
0: really? I don't. No, think I, I don't think we have anything in our stable that'll uh, take on his his pro definitely Street not. Camaro. No, definitely not. But definitely bring it out, Vic. Um, and and one day, hopefully, when my bike is ready, then we can yeah, have when? a classic cruise when next year. Okay. How, How many years ready? has it been? Three years. So what? Three year build. that's, okay. that's normal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Sure. Uh, but uh, but Vic has a, as I affectionately call. Uh, Victor, Uncle Vic, he now affectionately calls me the renegger. I know. Yeah, it explain. So- it sounds. <laughs> well, because because he apparently I reneged on the plans. So, um, you know, he doesn't okay. really care that how close that comes to a racial slur. <laughs> He's just calling me a renegger. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Let's move on from that. <laughs> um, anyway. So, yeah, we're uh, here with another podcast. This one's going to be not so watch-focused. Does it have to be? Not it doesn't who have cares? to. We never who, who wrote the rules on time lapse? No one Nobody. did. This was a you know, this was a, a I, mean, I, I wrote the rules. This was a this was one of Mikey's wet dreams, you know? So we just yep. we just sort of go along with with the flow and the content uh it resembles that. So today we're gonna we're gonna talk more about cars. Uh especially there've been, because there've been a couple uh interesting releases. Yeah. Real cool stuff, especially yeah. if you're an enthusiast, not just like practical stuff, like right. you know, the accord being named once again. Like, greatest car ever by another uh, big publication. We don't have to get into that. Um, oh, but I'd like to um, preface mm-hmm.
1: this podcast with something. Go ahead, preface it. A little preface ad away. from our sponsors. If you're looking for a 2016 Audi mm-hmm. S5 with no damage, clean
0: Carfax, I'm selling one. Wow. You're going to make us out to be liars already. <laughs> uh lying of course about one of the things in that sentence but not that it's for sale mikey is selling his s5 or looking to sell to the right buyer yeah, you have to I'm you have to sure, be yeah. an audi enthusiast well yeah you're on the fence yeah that's how it always is when you're when you're thinking about selling something i mean who's ever 100 ready to sell i keep saying i'm trying to sell the vespa but i know that'll be a sad day if and when it comes nobody's gonna buy it for your value well, okay, the value is also part of the joke, but I'm sure I will, you know, I, I, I'm i definitely not going to expect someone to pay proper sport bike money for my Vespa. $500 and I'll However, take it. However, absolutely not. That's insanely undervalued. Okay. You know, like I just mm. go by what I see on Kijiji and there's only two other of these Vespas for sale and both, both are above three. Go What is that? In In India? Good one. <laughs> Hilarious, Mikey. Actually... Speaking about the Vespa, yep. so yes, I am trying to sell mine, um, and, and I have a story here that kind of relates to it. And the reason why I think my Vespa—this is all going to tie in at the end—as to why I think my Vespa sure. is the best. Just, just do it. It's the best Vespa if you're looking for an actual practical scooter. And let me get into it. So, um, I had a customer come in. Uh, of course, uh, for those of you who don't know, I'm a service advisor at a Honda a Honda dealership. So I had a customer come in who was complaining about uh, an issue, and he's been doing He's been doing so for the past few months. When he's reversing in his CRV, the engine cuts out on him while he's reversing. What year is this? 2014. Okay. It cuts out when in reverse and only when he backs out of his driveway. Very stalls? Stalls. I'll be honest, I've never really heard of that issue before. Yeah. Um. I did have one customer once bring it up, but, you know, it, was very, it would never happen. We could never replicate it. So when he started saying it, I, I had a feeling, you know what, I believe you, but there's really no way to diagnose this.
1: Just sorry to interrupt mm-hmm. you. Were you in the truck when my F one fifty stalled? No. When we were coming back from Florida, dropped off Nikolai, backing out,
0: stalled. I was not wow, it really? stalled, yeah, it did the, that the whole the trip FX4. and it stalled in Vaughn.
1: No, we were having issues. Remember the oh, when we were well, in the yeah. middle of Tennessee?
0: Yeah, and the lights came on. Right. Well, we had a bigger issue in the middle of Kentucky, but <laughs> save that for another for another day. Anyways, get back to your uh... So um so yeah, so I I he's such a nice guy. It's an older gentleman, older Italian guy. Um, so I, I told him, you know what? When you think it's about to happen, you give me a call, and I'll come by your house. He lives wow. very close to the dealership. So one day he calls me, and I tell him, well, I'm a little bit busy right now, but I'll come after work. So it's on my way home anyway. So call him on my way there. I pull in the driveway, and there is this sweet old man, and I can he has his garage door open. Really nice house, by the way, in a really nice area. He uh, has a garage door open, and what do I see? But the tail end of a vintage Vespa staring back at me now you guys will recognize this from my post on Instagram I, I posted uh, both of the vehicles he had in his garage he had a vintage uh, Vespa and also a uh, a moped um he was willing to sell the moped to me for fifty dollars but I I already have enough projects on my hands or else I would honestly buy it yeah um but a little bit of backstory here so first thing I of course asked him about was the Vespa it was a 1980s uh, we don't know the exact year. Vespa PK 50 so okay. that's that's 50 cc's Real this is much smaller than my Vespa. Yeah, Um. but he he was uh, He had a friend back in the day who was importing these he imported about four of these scooters and and one day He decided uh, to buy one off of them. So this was directly from Italy from in the 1980s So it's very 80s-esque It's got one big chunky plastic mirror that has like an accordion sleeve on it. So you yep. can move it around it has a digital dash, or what you know, in the, what the '80s thought would be like a modern dash. It's not like the retro look at mm-hmm. all. Um, the side panels are part of the body. It's a very small Vespa. Like if, if anyone, if anyone was listening, knows about Vespas, you know they're not all the same. You have smaller and larger ones, and that continues to the modern Vespas today. So this was one of the smallest Vespas you could buy. Um, Three speed, clutch. You know, same like Vespa style shifter, so clutch and uh, and shifter on the left hand handlebar. Mm -hmm. Um, And he showed me uh, he took it took the gear perfectly. It was leaking in the same spot where all Vespas leak, right under the uh, the rear. I guess you could say right side where the motor is. Um, It's probably leaking from a drain plug or maybe a seal um and he i asked him if he would sell it and he told me probably not his son wants to fix it up and and one of those but it was one of those deals that for the right price of course he'd sell it he's right does he his son's never going to get around to to fixing it so so that was kind of cool and what kind of intrigued me a little bit more was this moped he had a german moped 1974 with a sax motor uh it was a i guess it's a sax moped but it, ha- it the motor itself was from the company Sachs, which is a German mm-hmm. engine manufacturer they still make bikes today um, but uh, but in the 70s I guess they were famous for that and he wanted he said he said, you got 50 bucks I'll give it to you. Of course I am in no I'm in no rush to uh, to take on another project so that was something but I seriously thought about it and I looked at a video and Mikey, do you know how these how these mopeds work? Maybe? So you start pedaling them like a regular bike. Right. And when, you, when you're ready, when you think you've reached enough speed, you pull in a clutch lever that, mm-hmm. that basically engages or kicks over the engine with the wheel power that you're using. If okay. that makes sense. Or yeah. maybe, maybe you, you kick it in while you're pedaling and you, you crank the engine over. Right. While you're pedaling. Similarly how you could like it's a jump clutch. start a motorcycle. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So you're you're basically bump starting the yeah. mo- the moped, but it's a it's a bike. Right. So you're bump starting a bike with a motor. And two stroke. These things look hilarious. Like I, it, yeah, if I didn't I've, I've have them. any other projects, I would love to. This is just a bike with a motor. Yeah, and it's cool. It's retro. It's got a gas tank on the frame. It's just really, really cool. So I just want to share that uh, because obviously I, I love sharing stories like that, quirky little stories. You know, there's a lot of guys out there finding you know what they call garage finds. But guess what? Barn, barn finds. finds. Guess what? If it's listed on Kijiji or it's listed on Auto Trader or um, what, what are the other ones? Uh, Craigslist and in Australia, Gumtree, whatever. They're not barn finds. You found it online. You didn't find it in a barn. Someone else found it in a barn and wants to sell it to you at, a, at an increased price. This was a legitimate barn find. Just that instead of a barn, he had a garage. So this is a man who you know made no effort to sell these I think things. You're getting too um,
1: well literal.
0: Well, because I I love the story of of a machine finding new life like that to me is sure, a cool yeah. thing, right? So I, I would love to see these things purchased and and refreshed. They're yep. they're covered in in layers of dust and have been sitting yeah. in this man's in this man's garage. So, um, but yeah, so that was really cool. And the reason why I can tie it back to uh, basically an advertisement for my Vespa, I watched a video about this PX 150. Mm-hmm. It struggled to break thirty mi- kilometers an hour. Sure. Like that's how slow these things are. 30 not 30 miles, 30 kilometers an hour. Um so that is not practical. You can't even you can't ride that here. It's that's something it's not
1: meant for highway use. If if you're not even
0: highway, it's not meant for road use. If you're if you're downtown. Downtown would even be tough, man. You would you it'd have to be traffic for you to really really execute that. Also made for Europe. Europe. I would say the only practical thing for that for that thing to be used for here, because that's a road going vehicle, you have to license that. I would say don't even if you have a farm like like our, our friend's house, sort of located on a large sure. piece of property, just to get around, that would be perfect. Or at race day, you know, track day, to get around from paddock to paddock, that would be fine. Paddock, not the watch. Paddock, like the P A D D O C K. There you go. Spell spelling bee over here. Uh, but yeah, so just want to share that story. And if anyone's looking for a beautifully restored. 2012 Over Indian-made Vespa, then you know who to contact me if you didn't know who to contact.
1: Me. How much are you looking to sell it for, Anthony?
0: Okay, realistically, like between you and I and all of our viewers. <laughs> uh, so you and me <laughs> and Vic? <laughs> yeah, that's right. No, um, uh, the most of the ones out there are listed for three, but I, I do believe mine's in better shape. The one, The reason why I believe that is because most of the ones for sale have not had the maintenance done. They they right. advertise I no mean, You, you you've taken care of it quite a yeah. bit. Oh, and I've done upgraded every, it quite a bit. Yeah, I've done everything I could uh, to yeah. fix it. Also, there's never I've never seen another one in that color, and that's the most desirable color. Sure, cream with cappuccino seat because it's the most Italian looking, other than red. But the red with cappuccino seat doesn't like vintage. Does not look that that cool. I mean. I think it would, but no, no I, cream. Cream is. I've seen their red. It's not like it, it looks chintzy. It looks like yeah, uh, yeah. So I think the cream and cappuccino is a really nice color. So it's a desirable color. That's why I bought it. Sure. If it was blue, I wouldn't have bought it. If it was green, I wouldn't have bought it. Um. So I think that's gonna help it. But I, I would. I would realistically, if, if I would. I'm gonna list it for thirty five. If I. I know I said four the other day. I was. I was just kidding. I'm gonna list it for thirty five. If If I get anything above, you know, twenty seven. Then I'll be happy. Anything below twenty seven, I might as well keep it, because I'll tell you right now. Ten years from now, the, I mean, you already can't buy these things anymore. Mm-hmm. Ten years from now, if anyone wants to own uh, anything that looks like a Vespa, then this is their only option. And it being a cultural icon helps it sell. It, it you know, right, of yeah. course. So that's uh, in our area, it'll be tough though, because it, it would be it's more open road. Yeah, and, it would be a downtown crowd that would, uh, yep, that would that would really get a kick out of it. But yeah, so. That's my Vespa story. Maybe we should move into our car topics for today. Of course. Yes, our very very exciting enough car of topics. your. Um, I'll, I'll let overpriced. you carry this one while I take a sip of my uh, Stella Artois beer. Our it, new sponsor. Our new sponsor. It was a long day at work, so I'm I'm enjoying a sure a nice cool beverage. Um, we got some news
1: from Dodge. Some news that a lot of people don't really like. Me being. Me three months ago would have said, Oh yeah What the a, heck are they doing? You were
0: a dickhead to, to uh-huh. everything Mopar. Oh. Is it Mopar? Even at no, it's, it's SRT. It's not Mopar anymore. Mm-mm. Um but yeah, you were you were a little bit of a of a yeah. boner killer.
1: So which one did you want to start with? The... Why, don't we, why don't
0: we start with the more impressive of the two? Yeah.
1: Okay. So uh they released a new challenger
2: mm-hmm.
0: and they've coined it the Hellcat Red Eye. Now, when you say new challenger they haven't changed the model. This is the same. N- it's, a, it's a new. Um, it's not a new platform. Like a new
1: sub model. Yes. I guess. Yeah. Or trim, new trim level. New trim level, exactly. Yeah. So now you've got the um, Hellcat. Mm-hmm. And above the Hellcat, you've got the Red Eye. And then above that, you've got the Demon, which I yes. have finished production. Can I, before we go into it, what do you think about the name Red Eye? Uh, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Their reason for naming it that
0: is. It has been possessed by the demon. So it's got red eyes. Uh, I think they're really they're drawing out the the whole demon yeah. and hell and you know like yes they're cool but I yeah.
1: think what they should have done was just said, well the, the so we know that the, the demon was only three thousand units. Mm-hmm. They sold all those. All of them are being resold for a ridiculous mm-hmm. amount of money. Um, they what they should have done is just made this
0: a new Hellcat. Yeah, no point in throwing another or, badge onto it. Or even if they want to keep, you know, both trims because this is going to be more expensive than a regular Hellcat. Why not Hellcat TA? Like yeah. they did with the Viper. Well, they've got they got the three nine two T
1: uh TA now. Yeah, which is like in between yeah, the the, the three nine two SRT and the and the Hellcat. Hellcat. Yeah, right. Um, I think they're deal with doing this was similar to what Porsche did in the past and we've talked about it. Mm-hmm. Um, they see so many people flipping the Demon. Yeah. I think like what were they uh, MSRP like 120? They MSRP? were low hundreds. They were definitely low hundreds I think and this I is think, Canadian. Yeah I think 120 thousand yeah. Canadian mm-hmm. which what, if you went to the dealer when before anyone knew about them you could order one at that price. Mm-hmm. Now dealers on Auto Trader Canada are selling them for like 180 thousand. A ridiculous amount. Um, so what I think what they're trying to do here is eliminate that, f- the flippers mm-hmm. and control their own market. Yeah. So what they've done is they've taken the demon engine, I guess it would be the Hellcat engine. Yes. Just up tuned and they've toned it back a little bit to uh 797 horsepower, which is still insane. Yeah.
0: It's so so
1: crazy. the better part yeah. of 800 horsepower. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the demon at? We were talking about this earlier and eight? we, I, th- I, thought, I thought it was eight, uh, it was 840. 840, yeah. So about fi- yeah. almost 50 horsepower more. Yeah. Um. So what they're doing here is they're taking accents from the demon, uh, like physical aspects of it.
0: Oh, and, and they actually put a red eye in the Hellcat's yeah. eye. Yeah, in, in the okay. actual emblem. All right. Okay. Um, All
2: right.
0: I get you. I get you. It has the demon fenders. The well, flared wide body, no? The
1: the Hellcats, 2018 Hellcats,
0: you could spec You could wide spec body. them. But th- this comes, I'm assuming, equipped with the wide body demon. Nope. It's it's an option. Really? Yeah.
1: So you can get the Hellcat or the Red Eye mm-hmm. without wide body mm-hmm. um, or with wide body. Oh, I um, and actually keeping the wide body on both of them, I believe you get 0.3 seconds faster in the quarter mile. Is that because larger tires? I don't know. Because race day. Yeah. So anyway, track car. Uh, sorry, they're 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 toning it down about uh, fifty horsepower or mm-hmm. forty three horsepower less than the demon, mm-hmm. um, and I think they're doing that to mass produce these and say, "Screw you, people trying to flip these demons." Yeah. Here, come and buy a cheaper demon from us with a little bit less horsepower, and it's not offered in a manual. Which I think that's the, what I was just about to ask. Think, I think the demon was.
0: Yeah, yeah, the demon was offered. No, no, no. I don't. Th- you know what? I the demon. I don't Too think much was horsepower. offered. Not just too much horsepower. Uh, it was the whole thing was for it to be the fastest production car, right? And, and that's the way to achieve it. They're you not gonna it, leave yeah. it up to thing. Yeah.
1: yeah. So if you want a manual transmission Challenger, you have to get b- the you can get the Hellcat,
0: regular Hellcat. Yeah.
1: Which this is ones fine. Offered,
0: which is fine. Yeah. Who's gonna who's who's really complaining? Oh, I got a stupid Hellcat. I can't get the Hellcat uh, Red right. Eye. When when you have 800 horsepower, how are you gonna? Uh, I don't know. Well, it's definitely manageable with right. a manual transmission, right. but at the same time. The, the the highest peak of that performance won't be as achievable with a manual. Of There's a lot of other things that you're going to abuse when you're driving a manual car yep. as compared to an automatic and and if you really want to feel 800 horsepower, I think uh, an automatic is a better way to feel it than a manual. Mm-hmm. If you want to enjoy your, you know, 500 and something horsepower Challenger, I think a manual is a better way to enjoy it because you're, you know, you're going to you're really feeling the car. But when it comes to 800 horsepower, that's you just you just want to slap anything else on the on the track, yeah. and automatic is a good way to do that. Um, now, what I've heard
1: in conversation is people saying they're, and I've said the same thing. Like I said three months ago, I would have said the same thing. They're just throwing this engine in everything.
0: Yeah, why not? Well, they struck not that they struck gold, but they they developed something great, yeah. and so this is what. Uh, this is what we're left with. What I'm excited to see is we know that uh, the Fiat Chrysler America, whatever you can call it, that um, they have this engine and they have the Alfa Romeo Julia platform. Yep. So let's see. You, I think we've talked about this. Before, we have because we, we got excited for the platform, but seeing what they're doing with the engine, guaranteed, it's going to eventually not think? not in an Alfa. That would be no one would buy an 800 horsepower yep. Alfa Romeo front engine Alfa Romeo. No, that's not what the brand's about. But maybe bringing the next generation Challenger and Charger off of this is an E-Class Mercedes E-Class body mm-hmm. that these because these cars have been around for quite a long time right. since they're uh, when were they initially released and In right before the the recession. These was cars it that long out. ago? It had to be like 2007, maybe 2008. Okay, so maybe after this, but anyway. These bodies have been around for a long time. These platforms, and they are. This is both uh, both the Challenger and the Charger are built off the E-Class body uh, from Mercedes. So, you know, when when they're when they're done with that body, I hope they're going to be using the platform that was developed for the Julia, and that's when you're going to see an 800 horsepower uh, engine in a in a Julia platform, and that was going to it's going to destroy. It's going to that will be the performance sedan. Uh, of of the of the decade you think a hundred percent we saw what that platform did to the m3 and the uh and the c63 sure right and how capable that car was Mm -hmm. sure that the engine was fettled by ferrari but what what was really special was it's the car's lateral grip that it maintained and how well it handled Mm -hmm. you put 800 horsepower in that productively not just you know thrown in there you engineer it properly that's going to be unstoppable and you throw a Chrysler ba- or a, a, a Dodge badge on it, it's going to be nuts. Hmm. Get all the uh, get all the Americano's hyped up again, and I should say, kudos to Chrysler for saving their big cars. Because what are, what has Ford and GM done? Yeah. Well, I mean, They're Ford has the Mustang everything. lineup, but what is what has GM done? They no sedans actually sorry yeah. ford no sedans right we're only sticking with the camaro and mustang that's it right you want performance you get those that's and it. with this you're getting the charger yeah which they've also released mm-hmm. um that's a right. new
1: spec of mm-hmm. uh not quite what the challenger has we're not getting 797 horsepower we're getting we're still sticking with the 707 mm-hmm. um is this this isn't a um A red eye charger. It's just a new Hellcat.
0: New a new Hellcat. A refreshed Hellcat. Yeah, Yeah. and I gotta say, looking at the front end of this thing, it's. I don't know. I didn't. I haven't had that much exposure with previous Challenger. Sorry, Charger. This is where the confusion starts. Charger Hellcats. Sure, but this looks really nice. The front end, man, it looks like it. Like I'm not a huge fan of the the rear of the car and the side profile. I can't. I can't. The side profile. It's a cop car. It's. It'll always be a cop car, right. To me, um, but the front is very sleek. Very. I think it's very sexy. I love how they have the dual air inlets on the inner, which is portion. from the demon. That's that's yeah. part of what they're getting from the demon. Yeah. Very very cool. Um, I think that, yeah, they knocked it out of the park with the front fascia. Yep. What were they going to do with the body lines, right? There's only so much they can do. I know.
1: And then they haven't really changed much other than um, the hood and they added in the Demon's After Run chiller and torque reserve features, Mm. which help continue to cool the supercharger.
0: Interesting. Interesting. So Um, performance upgrades are probably the more more proper part. Um, And then a couple wheel options that are available. Not much. Not as drastic as a as the Challenger. I'm just seeing this now. The twenty nineteen Dodge Challenger SRT Hellcat Red Eye and Hellcat are out. The Hellcat Red Eye will get seven ninety seven and the Hellcat will get seven bit more, yeah. Up from typical seven oh seven. So yeah, these are minor tweaks.
1: That, that that's to be expected. Uh, yeah. as the years go on, a little bit more horsepower. Oh, very cool, man.
0: I mean, kudos.
1: Kudos I to think them. How many, um how many challengers do they have now? Oh, way too many, including the all-wheel drive GTs that mm-hmm. were just released. They've they've got to have
0: close to ten models. Have you seen the all-wheel drive GTs on the road? Um, what the, what the Challenger? How how can you tell? Oh, it, it, they're okay. Usually they got dorky little wheels on them. They're they're V6 Challengers, yeah, and you can only get them V6, and they say GT on the back. They're ju- they're just they're I, dorky I, looking I Challengers. You know you know what yeah. the problem is. And it's, it, you know, maybe not the same problem. They, they've done a good job of hiding V6 Mustangs and Camaros um, and, and the four cylinder variants. They've done a good job, you know, dressing them up. It's almost like Chrysler uh, or, you know, FCA, Fiat, uh, Chrysler of America doesn't care. They want, if you're driving a V6 Challenger, people, they want people to know. Yeah. They want, the, like, they dress it up goofy colors, goofy wheels, goofy body panels, goofy everything.
1: Well, I mean, do you think a that's big a ploy car. for people to say, "Well, okay, I don't want that stuff. Let me spend a little bit more money and get a proper Challenger."
0: I honestly don't know. I just I, we know that they're selling like hotcakes. Who the hell ever thought they would need an all-wheel drive I, I, Challenger? Going to be honest, I haven't seen any. I've seen I've seen at least uh, that, four I, or I five. I may have seen them. I haven't. Yeah, taken you probably don't pick yeah. up on it. But I've seen a car. I, I drew my attention right away because when that car came out, I thought this is stupid. Know, right, we talked about the it. The all wheel drive. Maybe if you know cop car needs all wheel drive, that would make sense. Sure. What in the hell else would you need all wheel drive? They're trying to make them more practical, but these are not practical cars. Yeah, you, they, you they should barely stray see away out from them. That. Yeah. yeah. Um I did get a chance. We did have a uh, we ran out of rental cars this week. We used discount really yeah, at our dealership. Ran out of rental cars, so they brought in a chal uh, sorry, a Charger uh RT. Okay. And so not bad. Not bad. It was really, really nicely yeah. spec out. And obviously not it wasn't like a it was a base RT. It had sure. the uh it had the the black wheels with the two dash marks on them. I know that's a very base Chrysler thing. Black so
1: wheels you, with two dash if you marks. You have
0: the, the black wheels with the two hash marks. Like I don't think that's a I don't think that's a pretty option. I think that's like a this is what we're gonna give you option. Sure. But given the fact that they're painted black, maybe that is a step up. I don't know the ins and outs of it, but Anyway, this is a this is a rental car. But I gotta say Did you send me a picture of that rental?
1: I think you I did. I sent
0: it to our uh our Facebook yeah. group. Okay. Yeah.
1: Let me I w I wanna see what you're talking about
0: here. You won't see the wheels. I just sent you the, the rear of the car to show oh. you it was an RT. Okay. But man, the thing sound good. Like it sounded really, really well. Of course, when I'm at work, I'm expecting to hear Bling! you know from like a honda yeah so when i start up a v8 with with an rt exhaust i'm surprised I, they would even have a v8 as a rental well well discount has like cooler cars you can get cooler cars from them you don't have you can get a you can get like a, a denali yeah, but a usually Yukon when denali. they have the chargers
1: or or car
0: or like a mustang they're the v6
1: or the four cylinders
0: yeah but um yeah you're right but
2: all I right whatever have this. hey yeah woodbridge and, discount shout out
0: yeah well it's not it's our it's the discount kiosk at our dealership yeah i know all right we're, number I, seven discount we're awesome, kiosk are awesome but anyway uh so that was uh that was really cool to hear like i was, I was surprised like you thought you know you're expecting a v6 like you yeah. just said and you hear that bub, 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 and then you're moving it and it's like this is this is a hemi yeah. this is a proper hemi so um I was speaking to our, our mutual friend Eric and he was saying this could be a model with the uh what's it called the valved exhaust. And oh, from the factory. Yeah, really. Yeah, you can well I mean it's not that it's not that uncommon especially right, you for see them you the see V8. them in um like in Porsche, I know they have valved exhausts systems, yeah. but all right. No, I, there's valves. Man, the Mustang has a valved exhaust, the 5 liter. From the factory. From the factory, yeah. Really? At least I think I'm, the 5. I, I know for the the sure the GT350. It's a I'm common not, option out because... I'm used to driving a uh, German sports car with no options. Okay, and also, <laughs> sorry, and also, can I say, like, my, my mom's car has a valved exhaust. The GLE has, like, well, a, any car with a sport that makes the exhaust louder is valved. It's that technology. It's the same thing. But what, I'm, what I'm thinking of is a specific
1: button that opens up the exhaust, not, like, put it into dynamic mode. And well, those are the same
0: thing. Now we're talking They are the no; those are the same thing. Yeah, yeah, agree to disagree, whatever. It's a valve, anyway. (laughs) Someone doesn't know cars, but uh, no. So, um, I don't know where I was going with this, but yeah, I drove it. I was very impressed by it. Not impressed by the way it handled. It was a boat, right? But as expected, as expected, right? It's just cool. It has a nice presence, you know. These cars are everything that our friend Eric says they are. They have nice presence. They sound good. They're fun. They're cool. What do you? What do you give me the eye for? No, nothing. Really. I mean, uh, granted, you can you can buy a, a a much better performing version of these cars, right? Sure. The Hellcat. It's yeah, gonna but be nuts. I but they're built for one thing. There's a purpose, and that's fine because when you focus on one thing, you tend to do that one thing very well, you know. Versus, look at uh, the first generation Mustang Camaros that were more track focused. Mm-hmm. GM had to dump grant guarantee like millions of dollars into that program to get it where it is now, right? Because they're trying to focus on everything right they want presence we want speed we want uh cornering ability everything um and you know they're they're going to be competing with mustang to the day they die for lap times whereas and, and that and those lap times translate into sales that competition translated in sales, whereas you know uh, FCA is laughing their asses off. They're the only ones. All we have to do is create a good motor. Yep. That's it. And now we're selling these like hotcakes. These have become staples of the automotive industry. We're doing it differently. Yeah. So you know, kudos to them. They're they're killing it, and I like what they're putting out. Killing it. Killing it. Killing me someone softly. else that's killing it. You
1: ready oh, for this amazing yeah. transition? Look, Look at that me.
0: transition. Oh my god
1: um no mclaren announced something very special this week
0: honestly i don't get excited about mclarens often you should i well hold on this is a different kind of mclaren but go ahead
1: why is it different what we're get there. we'll get there yeah so mclaren they have three different series of cars they have the sports series Mm -hmm. i don't know if that's the exact way it's. it's sports they've got super and they've got ultimate i think that's what they call them mm-hmm. um, obviously the Senna's in that ultimate range, and we've got the 720s in their supercar range and their super series, whatever they want to call it. And then they have the uh, 570s and 570gt in their sports car range. Mm-hmm. Um, and just this week, they've announced a 600lt, which is LT's long tail. Yeah, it's not really much longer, but it's long tail. They had tail. a 575lt, right uh 675 LT. Sorry. It, which was the 650 S um, L but LT. Yeah. Sorry. 600 then is the LT version of the 5 of their like sports series of the 570 570 GT, yeah. Okay. And 570S. And there's the 540C. It, it, McLaren, they need to work on. Their they really naming, need to work yeah. on their names, and, and and they're just releasing so many models yeah. so quickly. Bec- um, and
0: because they, I mean, re- realistically, to to a regular person, they don't know what the hell kind of McLaren's pulling up. I have people who are impressed by an MP4-12C because they know that it's a McLaren. Guess what, people? You right. can buy that online. I'm gonna get even closer to the mic right now. You can buy those online. online you can buy them at dealers for like 60 grand no anthony 60 grand i was
1: was looking no they're they're still up in the high 100s really well
0: they're piles of dump and they definitely yeah i've heard uh,
1: the 12 c's are
0: they were released they got tons of problems they're lackluster in performance buy a 458 don't be an idiot don't buy a a 412 because some swindler the 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 12c
1: doesn't even compare with
0: the 458 well it did at the time no 650s it did at the time. At the time, that was the only vehicle they had. Right, and before that was the uh, the McLaren
1: F one. F one, yeah. They they didn't they, they weren't releasing cars really. The twelve C was their the embarkment year, into Mikey,
0: the year was two thousand and ten. Top Gear did the review of the four five eight, and months later they did their targeted right. review of the McLaren. The, and they directly compared it with the 458.
1: Right, because that was the only McLaren around. Of course, but... but why? Did they, then how close after did they release the 650S? Very shortly after. Why? Because they've openly admitted that they were ashamed of the of the 12C. Okay, okay. So we're sort of on the same page. But it, it was saying. released to compete with Ferrari. That was no, their goal. Wasn't. Oh, yeah, as yes. A, a compete as a brand, not to compete with the 458. No. It, ne- it never would have.
0: It was, it was supposed to compete with the 458.
1: Because, 458, that's, the only, the because that's, that's, that's the only car they had.
0: Because they're getting into the supercar thing. Okay. And we're clearly saying the same thing. For the sake of our viewers, let's put an end to this. But anyway. Yeah, because um, we're beating this one like a dead yeah, dead horse. Dead horse. Uh, no, end of the day, they have come leaps and bounds in a short amount of time. Oh, of course. They're killing that the game. Fort, that they're killing seat. it. Yeah. No, this is incredible. Oh, my God. I've seen a couple of 570s. Is that a real thing? Yes. I've seen. So, like, because granted, how many 575s am I going to see on the road? But I, I can always 675s, tell. Six seventy fives. You will not see any of them because they all no. were way over. Uh, then split, definitely not five seventies. I've seen on the road the rear. Of the car looks like nothing else. It has that. It has that P one esque rear that yep. none of the other cars share. So that's that's one thing that I always nope. catch. You're confusing. Five seventies
1: don't have the P one rear. Sorry, the six seventy five looked much like a P one. Sorry. 675 lt you didn't really see much of them it could have Mm -hmm. been a 650s was kind of and see this is mclaren's problem it's very confusing is
0: that i'm a car nut and i don't even know what the hell
1: i'm looking at the 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 545 and 575s yeah um their rears are more like yes um
0: like like a a leaf yes if that makes that's what i saw i saw the very 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 thin led red lights i saw the leaf that's the one I saw. It was a commoner's McLaren. It was yeah, the McLaren. Small. There's, for there's, the, they're small. Yeah, yeah very small. Yeah. But it was so AC. cool. It was so cool to see something that low and sculpted and, yeah. and racy on the road because you don't get and that. And to think that's their entry level. Yeah. You know, you don't get that from an entry level Ferrari or an entry level Lamborghini. You get other things. Uh, actually, the entry level Lamborghini, Huracan, still pretty cool. But uh, from Ferrari and Lamborghini, you get other things. Yep. But from McLaren, I kind of feel like I'm not talking to a douche. If I if I were to meet the owner, right. Um, the thing is, what they don't have is they don't have a Ferrari badge. Yes. And that, that's where Ferrari wins. Is, is they have a Ferrari badge. Well, it's uh, like in, Me- Omega and Rolex. Like you can, yeah. Here we go. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, that's the that that's really a good comparison. Sure. And yeah. Maybe maybe. Okay, Ferrari is definitely Rolex, a hundred percent. Okay. But there, there are multiple Omegas in the in the car world. I mean, I'd say Lamborghini is an Omega. Uh, Porsche is an Omega. It, uh, maybe Porsche. I is. think Porsche is more of an Omega than Lamborghini is an Omega. Yeah. Lamborghini
1: is probably more of a Hublot. No. Yes. Don't don't yep. do them that disservice. Um, okay, then Ferrari is more of a
0: Hublow, and and uh, Lamborghini is more of a Rolex. neither. Ne- no, Why are yep. you giving them Hublot? Hublow is schief. Reason, team sponsored by. Okay, well, I'm just gonna say it, and I look a lot of people I know like Hublot. I like Hublot too, but the money that they ask for for Hublots can be much better spent. And I would you rather say that like anything. Well, um, I'm, I'd rather have a Rolex than a Hublot. Anyways, and that's not to say that Rolex are bad or Hublots are bad. But anyway, yeah, let's get back to McLaren. Um, you you're our specs guy. Why don't you want you want you go
1: ahead. and I have it, specs. Is this true? I hope so. Uh, I need to find them. I was not paying attention. So, I read over no, we were with just beer, talking. So, Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, 592 horsepower, 457 pound feet of torque.
0: Nothing crazy. Not jaw dropping. As far as their entry the, level. Yeah,
1: because what like, we just talked about, uh, 800 horsepower. Exactly. Challenger. Um, Thanks, Chrysler. But the thing <laughs> is, they're taking aspects of this. The McLaren's not all about horsepower. No. Um, I mean if you look Finesse. at the Senna sure but um Yeah okay but it's, can I, it's can, much I, about
0: can I interrupt here mm-hmm. when I see this entry level versus their this top, is not entry level sorry um their pinnacle of entry level Yeah this is like versus their, yep cuz this is still a sports car this isn't their supercar This occupies sports car yep. territory This compared to the uh the Senna Okay I cannot I would even knowing what the Senna holds under its bonnet, right, or whatever they call it, in uh, in Europe or in England where these are manufactured, I I could never consciously choose the Senna, even knowing how capable it is as a car. Okay. when you have something as beautiful as this, you're not buying the Senna to enjoy. You're buying the Senna because you
1: have the amount of money and you want that clout. I guess clout factor. You know what I mean? Um, technology. It's just yeah. it's just crazy. You're, you're, At the you're top getting of the, line, the
0: epitome of. It, it's yes, the yes. car right now. It's just crazy to me that for me personally, the top of the line, I think for a lot of people, I think a lot of enthusiasts would agree, the top of the line car is less desirable personally okay. than a, a, an entry level like this. Now,
1: going to a McLaren that's a little bit more attainable than the Senna, the 720S. Yeah. 720S or this? 720S. At my. Okay. Oh, sorry. So I, I thought you were talking about the Senna. No, no, no. 720S or the 600LT. Um, that's difficult. What's this priced at?
0: 720S is cool, but I really like the, ever the seen one style person? of this car. You ever car? seen one
1: up close? Uh, I probably not. They're in pretty incredible. Yeah, let me go let me really, pull one really up here, Mikey. Cool. Maybe you're on a um, this one will be 242,000 US.
0: Let's go Canadian. Okay. US or Canadian? That's that's expensive. That is expensive. Yes, the 720s because it's borrowing the same look, and I just love over, that just look. Just over just over 300,000 Canadian. Okay, crazy. It's crazy numbers.
1: No, nah, when you're looking at a, into like a, um like a 575 GT, which is their grand touring version of the 570. If
0: you're comparing this, sorry, it's a sorry to 570. Here. Sorry, if you're comparing this to a Ferrari or a Huracan Superleggera, then sure, this is still a now value. Th- I, I think
1: this is this is somewhat of um it, it's a little awkward because the Performante often gets compared to the 720S. Mm-hmm. Because of how capable it is. The Pista compared to the 720S. Mm-hmm. Um, is that because McLaren didn't have anything
0: at the lower? Ferrari and, and Lamborghini really don't have this range of car. Yeah, but do you really think that this is that far off, the 720? I mean, do, do we have any performance statistics about it other than it's like engine? We always power? have this
1: problem identifying where McLaren's at in respect to because they've changed the because game. Because they, they they punch up in their in their weight class. I think and it
0: would be ridiculous to think that a Pista is faster than a LaFerrari, but in McLaren's case, it's not ridiculous to think that a that a brand new you know right you know fast entry level McLaren or fully specced out entry level McLaren is faster than last couple years supercar. Sure. Because they do this all the time. They constantly push their own envelope. Mm-hmm. So that definitely makes them stand out. But you know because of how trained we are to think what do you mean the the entry level is faster than the than the one right. that was more expensive last year what well, you know that's not what car uh brands have been about mm-hmm. so far gone are the days of uh of win on sunday sell on monday hashtag enzo ferrari okay well it was a more it was a more uh what's the word i'm looking for I don't know it was a different time to sell cars back then. Nowadays you have to worry about your uh you have to worry about your your uh, futures. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, right. Um and projected sales. I I don't think there are
1: um what are we talking what's the word um while well, we're both performance spec out there yet. There's yeah. obviously horsepower and torque and all that, but there's no actual times mm-hmm. or anything. Um I assume it's going to be good.
2: Mhm.
0: Oh, 100 percent! This is going to be fantastic. This is this, going to be. It has
1: it has stuff from the Senna. obviously. That's to be yeah. expected. The, the, have you seen the interior? It's got the bucket seats from the Santa. Mm-hmm. The interior is incredible, as all McLarens are. I think they not, they they destroy Ferrari in interiors. Yes, um, way ahead. Lamborghini of game. Performante interior,
0: the Hurricane Performante, amazing. Yeah. Um, well, Lamborghini is also borrowing from Audi in every respect. Sure. So they have the the Audi uh, Schaffhausen to to p- to develop their their internal gubbins and then I'm, I'm just curious to that. see
1: because um, as we know, McLaren has the MSO, mm-hmm. uh, McLaren Special Operations, which they often are you are you aware of how that works?
0: Uh not a hundred percent.
1: So essentially they'll do whatever you want. If oh. if you want a roof made of carpet, if it enhances the performance, if they can if you can fund the team, the McLaren team to develop something of your in your brain that will make their car faster, mm-hmm. they'll do it. Anything so, you say? Anything. Anything. All right. That's um, a ch- challenge accepted. So That's often often there'll be if if a car like this comes out and they a group of five guys approach MSO and say we have ten million dollars that we want to put into uh, development for this mm-hmm. aspect of the car that we want to change, they'll they'll do it. Within I think if it makes it better. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm curious to see what happens with this, and what, and obviously once it's developed, they they make it available to the rest of of course M S O customers. Um, so I'm curious to see what happens with this because the 670L 675 LT, which of course was the 650s long tail version, um, that had quite a few interesting
0: M S O upgrades.
1: M S O upgrades, yeah. interesting.
0: Well, okay, I think we can both agree that this car is dope. It's cool. Dope AF. It's, it's those the exhaust best tips of are what, cool. Yeah. Oh, well, we didn't even get a chance to talk about the exhaust tips. I've never seen them. Straight McLaren. over a nine eighteen. So the so this the previous generation of this entry level McLaren, they came out the back in the in a rectangle, like right mm, between the lights. No, they were circle. There was some McLaren with the with the exhaust right between six the tail f- lights. Six
1: That's what I'm thinking of. So, so this the six seventy lt yeah. had. Um, circular. Yeah. Exhaust so coming out of These right are, these are
0: reminiscent of a 918. Yeah. Yeah, didn't you did you just say I that? Just said that? That's yeah. where I thought I heard it from. And if uh, you're stuck
1: out in the rain, yeah.
0: got to plug it. Yeah. Uh, do you but, actually have to do that? I don't know. Uh, they did say that. didn't like I think the, eight, if, the if 918s if they did say that. Yeah. Cuz you uh, you don't want to hydrolock your engine. You're, you're mm. like it's not like a regular car where you have baffling. Well, I'm sure there's there's is some sort of baffling, but the engine in a 918 is literally right there Yeah. the exhausts are literally right there so you probably don't have quite a bit of distance between the exhaust question for
1: you uh, exhaust in, in yeah. relation to these exhausts um obviously we've seen with my s5 and i've been meaning to clean the exhaust it's mm-hmm. ridiculously black because yeah. there's it's a staggered quad exhaust yeah so obviously the further sticking out one gets all yeah. black do you
0: think the um the wing on this no you want to know why why because you like everyone else with an aftermarket exhaust you have removed the baffling from factory that that, that sponges up all that cuck. Mm. So they've engineered this so that are black th- soot doesn't collect on there. I remember with my with a stock
1: S5 uh, quad exhaust, the same thing would happen. But not nearly as as bad as these well, That's are, these just aren't. that's just over
0: two years. No, I mean, soot you is soot, think? but I don't think it's going to end up on the wing because think about where it's being blown. It's going I know, so it's, it's far. Yeah, right it's up. going right over it. Uh, I don't think that would be a problem here. And well, sure I mean, we have photos of of the uh, of flames coming out of the back of these things. I guess that's in the holy in the video. Yeah, there's a video on Jalopnik right now. That's where we're sourcing a lot of our information about this I car because the it's so relatively new. It's loaded uh, off to the side. Whatever. Oh man, yeah. Give me top exit exhaust or give me death. That's the name of the Jalopnik article. And if you ever wanted to see a GIF of uh, of this dope 600 LT just doing crazy stuff. Oh my god, that is the future, man. That is what the future Very of internal cool. combustion should look like. It looks like this thing snorting flames right out of its out of its back. How does it, it's that's Snorting awesome. flames. Sorry, it's snort I cuz it's it looks they look like nostrils. <laughs> oh, I'm seeing I see it right here. Yeah, okay. It's just a gif. Um yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. But again, I was gonna go somewhere with this. We can both agree this car is cool. This car is a crazy performance value proposition vehicle. It's basically an SKX. Uh we mm. can we can we can say that for days. But what is McLaren's biggest problem, Mikey? Can you identify it? Because I have one in my mind. Uh not giving me one for free.
2: But uh, what's you their wish. biggest
0: problem? Yeah.
1: Um have we talked about it? I don't think so. I just can't I just have I have their I have biggest a, a, problem. I think
0: I know their biggest problem. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, hmm Enlighten me. Three, two, one. Uh, I think resale value. I don't think these cars hold their value nearly as well as their competition, and that's what scares away potential buyers. Why? Because you see the value of the 12Cs? No, 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 not even the 12Cs. Um, I'm t- I, I'm saying these kind of McLarens, maybe okay, maybe not the LTS. You gotta look, you gotta look who they're who they're fighting against. They're fighting against know, Lamborghini and Ferrari. I, and I'm but I'm saying the the crazy thing is that they can produce a car this well in such a short period of time with such limited resources. As I'm gonna say they're limited because they're a relatively new company. Sure, I'm sure they have a lot of. Fun I with. think they're as far as development and resources. Mm-hmm. I think they're better off than Lamborghini and Ferrari. Okay, let's say, but they don't have a parent company supporting them. Sure, the way that. That Ferrari does with Fiat and uh, I think Fiat still owns Ferrari and the way that uh, Lamborghini does with uh, yeah, Volkswagen yeah. Group. But the, re- like, the whole thing is that they have not sunken into the collective conscience. And let's let's throw another watch example. Look at the way Rolexes hold their value. Look at the way, well, Rolex is the best example, but look at the way IWCs hold their value or, uh, or certain Omegas hold their value. They don't. Right. They don't, you can find them on the used market at a significant discount because they're just not, you know, there's not a lot of people in the market trying to get these things at below market value, below MSRP. They don't I, 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 I don't necessarily see it as a problem because you, you, you
1: still see these other, let's uh, relate it back yeah. to watches, you still see these other brands thriving. Mm hmm they're still doing well. They're still producing. They're still Yes. At, if anybody that knows what they're talking about
0: still sees them at the top. It's just Well, but for McLaren this uh, is a problem. Not no, for the consumer or the, you know, or the guy who's going to no, bet it, on them making a no, good the, car.
1: The, what I'm saying is Ferrari and if you want to relate it to watches and Rolex has, has is a household name. Yes. You if you know nothing about either you say Ferrari? Okay. If you're rich, you go and buy a Ferrari. If you're rich, you go and buy a Rolex. Mm-hmm. You know that those are the top of the top. Well, you, that's what you think when you know nothing. Um, it's the same thing with this. Mm-hmm. When, when you go and when you when you 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 win a five million dollars, oh, I'm gonna go buy a Ferrari or yeah. a Lamborghini. You're not gonna buy a McLaren. You're not gonna buy a McLaren. But you're you're gonna sell to those passionate people that know what they're talking about and and are really I don't even know how to say it. Um, yeah, passionate car people will they, buy this they're car. Really educated, and, and obviously that's a small group of people. Yes, but with not su- a whole lot of money. They're such a young a young company yeah. that they're going to build up to something. Omega still sells. Omega has a heritage. Yeah. IWC they're,
0: they're still around. Panerai yeah. they're still around. They'll get there. You know, there's people that don't. And maybe I'm maybe I'm transitioning to watches. But you know, there's people that don't give Panerai that luxe status. There's people that yeah I did not re- I thought panerai was like universally thought of like oh this is a Italian no. dress watch it, people that don't people know what shit talking shit on them. shit on it like big time though there's a lot of panerai hate people are like why the hell would everybody all look the same <laughs> like you know there's a there's lot people of that don't know what they're talking about yeah yeah Well, you really hurt me right there I'm sorry Mikey but it's true uh, given the money like given the money that some people would spend on a panerai it's crazy to hear what a lot of people. Say about them? Yeah, right. But those are also the people them. that
1: would buy like would just not know anything and go and buy like a two tone Rolex. Mm.
0: Future uh, podcast talks definitely have to come in here. Uh, no, but uh, it, it,
1: it's a, it's the same thing. It, it's someone that that a, a Ferrari owner that knows nothing that will say oh, McLaren. what are you yeah. gonna buy a McLaren for?
0: Yeah, exactly. Buy 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 a four five eight. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, well, four are fantastic. Cool, I like them a lot. Who cares? But uh, oh, save uh, your money, go buy an S <laughs> five. Get out. Uh, go buy a Vespa. <laughs> save even more money. Basically, just a drop in the in the pond. Um, okay, here you yes. got
1: you got um, I don't even know if I should say. You you got a four eight eight. You've got a six hundred LT, and you've got a. Hurricane. see it's hard. To, I, was it's say, so, I was gonna say I was gonna say 488 Pista and, and Performante, but you know can't exactly because where you're going with that. Yeah, because they he, McLaren. Just, it's it's awkward. McLaren. McLaren
0: doesn't stagger their lineup the way other companies do. They're not like, well, this car is supposed to compete with these vehicles. No, they're like, hey, I got a good platform. See, because the most I, I, I can jam into it,
1: I would say like 570s Hurricane or four or four eight eight. What we'd have to do for, one
0: day sorry for me easy choice is the 570s of course what we'd have to do one day is we have to look at price because it's so hard to compare performance wise we know that the ferrari and the can we take here. a day to figure out where mclaren stands let's let's make that
1: a goal i we mean we have it, it's known that they punch up easily yeah, yeah it's just it's hard it's hard to say okay because you can easily say oh would you get a 488 or a hurricane mm-hmm well, you, it, 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 it's or, preference. Or would you get a four eight eight pizza or a performante? Yeah, it, it, there's no direct correlation with mm-hmm. McLaren, which I think
0: is kind of a good thing. Well, they've definitely they've set themselves apart. Yeah. yeah, they have a different marketing scheme. But yeah, we will definitely set that as a goal. We will have a day where we analyze the marketing disaster that is McLaren. Uh, I I'm, don't I, I, know no, about I'm being that. hard on them. That's I not think you're being disaster. really hard on them. I love them. As a brand. Oh, of course. I, I wish really I saw more. Uh, That's but the thing, especially cool. where we, we live, it's yeah. Ferrari
1: Nation. Uh, I yeah. think it's the most Ferraris per capita in We've the world. We've said that before. Yeah. yeah. It's,
0: it's, it's known. We live in scumbag. If girl. you're looking to go buy a Ferrari, don't. <laughs> How about that? Is that our tagline? Should that be our new tagline? No. If you're looking to go buy a Rolex, don't. <laughs> And then there was silence. You guys will know why one day. But anyway, uh we uh so I mean that's those are the three cars we wanted to talk about, the three big releases this week. there um, were a couple other um Aston Martin, of course, released Yes, yeah the yes. Super but it's we will not, no, but mm, shoot. I was gonna say it's not like we did not see that. Oh, we, we saw obviously it. saw it. Uh, we are waiting for a day where uh, we will have a McLaren day. We'll have a Aston Martin day. Just
1: because Aston Martin's rebranding. Yeah, they're
0: they um they've There's got a lot, a lot d- of exciting things to talk about. Yeah. yeah, you know they're they're doing they're doing big things. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we promise you more in depth coverage and content. Is there a new James Bond coming out? There's been one in the works, and I was watching uh Spectre the other day. Interesting uh man they made the the seamaster 300 heritage look great in that movie have you noticed now that you've been
1: more involved in the watch game that you've in in um, like shows and movies
0: how much they advertise for watches yeah oh and every time i see anyone on tv i immediately try and understand like if my mom likes to watch a lot of the real housewives uh those shows so anytime i'm watching that i'm trying to peek like peep what people yeah. are wearing Majority of them are Rolexes Yeah Majority of them are Daytonas Right um, But Yeah like anytime I'm watching a show I instantly try and peep that watch yeah. game Yeah uh,
1: Who was it on um, You were talking about it earlier On uh, James Corden's sh- Little show he has there What the uh, Carpool
0: what it, karaoke Carpool karaoke He had Karaoke cari- Karaoke <laughs> Teriyaki He had uh, What's a famous Beatles? Paul McCartney Ryan Seacrest Oh uh, all The Star <laughs> No, Paul McCartney, of course, uh, of McCartney's Linens. Uh, I saw that sign somewhere. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, Paul McCartney, of course, uh, of Beatles fame. He, uh, he had Paul McCartney on the show, and Paul McCartney was wearing his Patek, and Hodinky made a little you know posty about it, it. I don't know what one. I, I don't saw one the Pateks. article, and I didn't really care. You know who else has a Patek? Cardi B has a Patek. Guess what? Pusha T in his new album. You know what he said? And Pusha T was right. We then talked he, about this, Anthony. Push we talked a about how upset
1: I was about this. What? Rappers and destroying paddock.
0: Hold on. Yeah. Well, I, They
1: ran I, through Blow. They stormed through their office and said, we're going to screw you. Yeah. And right from
0: there, they went to Audemars Piguet and said, fuck all you. <laughs> it's so and funny. now they're trotting inside paddock and but just sec, looking at all of them. You know what? And and this is, this is something, you know, I know we weren't going to talk about watches too much today, but I do want to talk about this. Uh, and, and it actually comes from the video that you sent me. You sent me that video from Business Insider where they interviewed uh, Kara from Hodinky. Was it Business Insider? I see what was it about? About I, I why really... Rolex is whole why Rolexes oh, so are so expensive. Yes, 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 yes. And there was a lot of cool facts in there. If anyone sure. wants to know why Rolex are so expensive and why people say Rolex is Rolex is Rolex, yep. then watch that video and you'll understand a little bit more. People aren't crazy. But one of the things that they that they brought up in there is that Rolex started off as a tool watch. Yep. They started off as a tool watch company, and they made their product as good as it could be. Right. That's what the Submariner was for. That's what the Explorer they Two was for. Yeah. They were meant to be used. When I see, and and that's what makes them great in reality. When I see blinged out Rolexes. Yep. And I don't mean two tone. Two tone is whatever. It's it's a style choice. But when I see Rolexes that have been brought to a jeweler and have had diamonds encrusted. What are you doing? This is meant if you knew the heritage of this piece, you clearly care nothing about it. You care right. only about what people are, are going to think of when they see it, and you care so much about that that you're willing to ruin a piece, not monetarily. Of course, they're going to get their money back for it by some sure. other lunatic. To to bling it out and diamond it out and make it as well, crazy as ju- possible.
1: Just recently, um, Floyd Mayweather released oh, that he
0: spent eighteen million dollars on a Jacobs and Co watch. Uh, a good friend of mine, Chris, sent that to me. So oh stupid. my god, disgusting! But Jacobs and Co is known for pushing the envelope for not displaying time, more of just wrist jewelry. Yeah, but dis- like as far as timepieces, this is not what the industry is about. The industry is about uh have making sure that that uh, that handcrafted and, and mechanical timepieces exist mm-hmm. as tools as valuable tools and hopefully the whole you know the the bubble that surrounds them with like oh you pass this down to your kids these last longer than you that's what rolex is about is mm-hmm. that you buy that and you can pass it down mm-hmm. it's something that will outlive you and it and it's something that you experience things right. with it's part of your it's it's part of your your everyday carry but in the long term um that's so gone with with these blinged out and bullshit watches, Cardi B had a hundred thousand dollar diamond encrusted Patek. Yeah. Why? Yep. Because Patek is better than Rolex. It's, it's that's why it's, the rappers the are new, doing it. it. It's
1: a new trend uh, because now it's way better. The, the word has AP. gotten out that Patek is better than Rolex. Well,
0: of course, because because Roleys were cool. Oh, until, they were the un- best until the internet uh, and watch blogs became big, and everyone found out. Well. Rollies aren't even in the in the the Holy Trinity. The yeah. Holy Trinity is yes. is Vacheron Constantin and Audemars Piguet and Patek Philippe, with Patek right at the top. Yeah. And they're not buying Nautilus. Uh, they're they're buying schief Pateks that are that are just you can't even see the. Yeah. I'm sorry.
1: You'll you'll see Patek some of them um, Patek.
0: wearing the Nautilus. Like uh, you know this guy.
1: If they're wearing What's a Nautilus, name? if they're wearing um, a Nautilus, it's John God. Mayer. Oh, get the hell out of here! <laughs> no,
0: he's 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 a big paddock guy. Yeah, but but he's buying pro he's buying. No, he's the buying right robber watches. He's yeah, not yeah. buying them. You know, to, to say you guys think you got money. Pfft, I got a Patek. No, he picks up dog shit with his paddock. Yeah, I know you said that, Mikey. <laughs> he, 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 he did not ruin Patek's. He made them no. more accessible. Right. He helped he's, them uh, he's build often, their brand. He, he's often featured on Hodinky. But you know what we're not realizing? We're not realizing that because John Mayer made them more accessible and because all this attention has been made to a brand as good as Patek and mm-hmm. a brand as good as AP, although AP, I think, is lacking stylistically, uh, and Vacheron Constantin, of course, popular culture, the good and the bad, will move. If is going to succeed... Then Cardi B is gonna have a Patek, and you, those are hand in hand. So we can complain all we want about it, but the reason why we've gotten into watches is the same reason Cardi B got into watches. Or Cardi B, how's that for what, a bombshell? Why? Shell? why? <laughs> Sorry, I just—that's how my mind works. I like I connect. Why? Those. Why? No. What, Remember explain? how Top Gear Jeremy Car- Jeremy Clarkson always ended on a bombshell? We should maybe just end it there. That's how's that for a bombshell. No, I, I obviously wasn't serious there, but my main point was. If you if you ac- accept that a, a br- like a brand like Hodinky can do so well and someone like um, what's his name like Federico sure or uh, or um, G is it, what's his name TGV from the urban Gentry yep how they can do so well and these are these are just guys who are into watches yeah but they're doing so well now because of their expertise and their and, and even us P- guys who are just enthusiasts sure, you know we're, maybe we're not doing crazy well you know we're not you know we're not being featured on other people's stuff please. Uh, but if, 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 if that's allowed to happen, you have to expect the other repercussions. Oh, Oh yeah. That course. people who shouldn't, who are not about watches, will call them, uh, you know, like how they say, fuck boys, we'll call them fuck enthusiasts, <laughs> uh, okay. not to be misinterpreted with sex addicts. That's a severe and, and real disease. And, uh, you know, Everyone needs. To do, everyone has. Sure. Their thing. Yeah. Okay. Go on. We're rambling here, but just bear with me. You have to accept that that's going to happen too. Yeah. So these these fake watch enthusiasts, which have been around forever, popular culture brings mm-hmm. them into it, and, and now Patek is falling into the hands of people who don't know what the hell Patek yeah. stands for, and are at, least, at least at least
1: they're out. not flaunting the, the likes of D W and what? Imagine celebrity. <laughs> well, <laughs> actually, I'm lying. I saw who
0: was it. Hold on. Let's talk about that for a second. What happened with G-Shock in the early two thousands, or sorry, the the mid twenty tens? Everyone had a G-Shock. Oh yeah, everyone had. Yeah, rappers had G-Shock. Everyone, but 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 G-Shock
1: as a brand wasn't wasn't selling
0: the, the like. Well, it was well, a you're style relating to yeah, like it APs. was a, sure. Yeah, it was a style thing, right? Like, hey, you know, everyone had a G-Shock uh, back in the day. Everyone had a Casio wrist rod, which what we we're talking right. with a calculator. The, the fact that these people are buying these watches and, and buying blinged out
1: versions of these mm-hmm. watches just may, means more people will be um, more likely to go and buy that brand, which exactly. keeps our brands alive and allows us watch lovers to so, buy from them.
0: What me and Mike are saying is this whole rant has been really about nothing and we're totally happy with the status quo. Yeah, just don't buy Daniel Wellington or <laughs> those brands. Stay away. Stay away. Stay away. And stay away for one reason, because we've had this conversation before. You can buy whatever the hell you want, but if $200 is going to hurt you, then you might as well buy something that you're going to keep and you're not going to throw out. Don't buy a watch you're going to throw out. That's the problem with, with those brands. You buy them, you're going to throw them out. Yeah, it'll it'll be dead just, in just two years. Yeah, I have not even. I mean, but, and, and, and the watch will work fine. But you're just not gonna care about it. It's a, it, it's a, it's literally the definition of. It's like buying a bag of chips. It's just there to tell time. Yeah, but beyond that, there's nothing. Yeah, there's nothing to it.
1: But see, Anthony, what was a watch back in the day? Other Something than to a tool to tell we're time. going so deep <laughs>
0: here for a pot for an episode that was supposed to be all about cars, no watches. Wow, we really pushed the envelope. But anyway, I think we're gonna end it there. Yeah, because let's, let's wrap it up. I'm tired of your. We've got your people over coming over. Persistent it's gonna get AC.
2: wild.
0: Your AC in this house is freezing. And it's cold. I'm hot right now. You're hot. Yeah, I'm hot. Okay, I'm. I'm down to go in the pool.
1: All right. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Yeah. yeah follow oh. us on Instagram. Yeah. Do you, do you give your spiel. Give your spiel. It just at Timeline's podcast Instagram. What? Um, happy
0: Canada day. Oh,
1: happy Canada! Yes.
0: Right. Other news this week. Marijuana is getting legalized in Canada. Suck it. United States. Take that in your tariffs and take them back uh, to. I, I personally really, I think it's stupid, but anyways, no, I, happy don't, Canada day. Yeah, no, I don't think there's any. anyone who wanted pot in Canada was already getting it. Uh, you know, maybe you had to wait a no, week. The government spend a spending more it. money. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Who cares? Uh, but um, yeah, happy Canada day. Yes, of course. Have For a great you, long weekend, everybody. Follow us on Instagram. Yes. Instagram. That's where we that's where we party. No, not really, but no, we're kind of losers, but yeah. Self-deprecation helps. Bye.
2: Bye. <laughs>